Welcome to Mission Sunlight from the Media Missionaries of Network 7 Media Center. We are not in our world headquarters in Chattanooga, Tennessee. We are at ASI in Kansas City, Missouri. Delighted to be amongst all of the other ministries and mission workers around the globe who are sharing fascinating stories about what's going on in the field where they are working. And here at ASI, we find uh, people that are working in faith-based ministries, people that are working in the institutional work of the church. One of those is our friend Doug Venn. And Doug, we're glad to have you on the program. We're going to talk to you in just a moment. I want to finish introductions. My name is Christopher Beeson, and our director of production and engineering today is Jordan Wagner. Mission Sunlight Chat is a nonprofit Christian media production, so if you'd like to know more, visit us at missionsunlight.org. If you want to give, you can click Donate there. We thank you in advance for what you may be led to give. One more thing before we get into the program. We need to grow. We need to uh, touch more lives for Jesus, to share the story of Jesus, to spread the truth as it is in Jesus. So maybe you can't give your time or your prayers or your monies. Would you give this link to today's program to a friend or maybe an enemy? Uh, but post it on your social media, text it to a friend right now, even snail mail it if you want. Share Mission Sunlight with a friend or someone today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Doug Venn, you are the director at the General Conference for Adventist Possibility Ministries. Did That's I right. get that right? That's right, Chris. So APM, tell me, um, what is APM? It stands for Adventist Possibility Ministries. And Chris, it as a young child, I uh, our Adventist family was uh, kind of help mentor and disciple me. I remember going to working at Sunset Lake Camp mm -hmm. and there as a, a teenager, I got to see uh, every week or every summer was there'd be a highlight. It was blind camp. Mm -hmm. And now that we got to see uh, the uh, through the eyes of the blind campers, the difference that Christ makes there in nature and ha hanging out and also having a chance to share God's word in practical ways. And so it was neat to see and to be a part of that. And now I'm leading a ministry called Advanced Possibility Ministries, which is uh, you know helping to touch the lives of individuals like the blind. And I like how we're not using the word handicap, but possibilities. That's right. That's what right. are the possibilities? We're going to talk a bit more about APM in our second segment. But first, I'd like to learn a little bit more about you. Our uh, lives have intersected a few times with Mission Sunlight and our work at Network 7 Media Center. Um, you have worked in the mission field yes. really all over the world in your yeah. role, various roles with the General Conference and other uh, regions. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that and give us some background about maybe your youth and how you ended up yeah. here. Well, it's amazing to see how the Three Angels messages changes lives here at the end of time. We, my family was one of those families who was orbiting Christ and came into a closer orbit through the Adventist message. Mm -hmm. And so my mom being from South America and my dad uh, being from the Northwest of Washington, they were able to connect, but they went on a faith journey. Mm -hmm. And that's where I remember as a kid going to Sunday school and then we were able to see how God was able to change our family's life 
when we were able to attend Sabbath school and then a evangelistic campaign. Amen. And so that's where for me, I still see the Adventist message and to see Jesus so clearly and bright, brighter because of the teachings that we see from God's word. So your parents' conversion to Adventism was in fact your awakening to Jesus as your friend. Amen, that's right. Wow, that's right. what a great testimony. Yeah. And from there? Well, from there, God put us in a slingshot. Uh, my wife and I were able to see how um, Christ um, used us in, in different forms of frontline ministry. Mm -hmm. So we were able then to uh, serve in, in starting new groups of believers, you know, sharing Jesus with those who've never heard. Uh -huh. And that was uh, in public uh, universities, Washington State University in Pullman, Washington, and University of Idaho in Moscow, Idaho. Okay. Anyway, so those are a few places where God used that as a launching pad. And then we served, uh, God called us overseas to Bangkok, Thailand, where we were there for six years. And then you and I intersected when uh, we, when I was called to serve in, in the Asia region, the Southern Asia Pacific region. So that was the countries of Pakistan to Vietnam. Okay. So yeah. got to see there on the front lines of how God is using this message, the hope that we have in Christ's soon return to change lives. So you're a pastor. I am. Yeah. What is your favorite part of pastoring? Well, I get to see the front line to see actually how Jesus brings hope and healing because so many are burdened with shame and guilt. And I remember one uh, Thai person, you know, in, in Thailand, there's the uh, concept of karma. And so this is the circle of life that's never ending and it doesn't matter what happens to you. So in one life you might be uh, do good and then or in another life you do bad and then you'll come back as a dog. Mm. That's the lowest life form in the Buddhist uh, worldview uh, in Thailand. And so to where the gospel breaks that, it just there's so much freedom yes. to actually see Jesus as mm -hmm. the one who gives us that hope. Amen. Anyway, so that to me just uh, is so thrilling. I like hearing you mention Thailand. Uh, people, just somebody today asked me here at ASI, oh, what's your favorite country? And Jordan and I uh, love to visit Thailand. And mm -hmm. when they ask me, I try not to say a favorite country because there are so many wonderful countries around the world. And there's not one that's got everything that I like. Right. This one over here has this and I really like that. And this one, you know, and yes. as, a, as a global traveler, you can relate to that. But definitely when that question is asked, one of the countries that comes rises to the to near the top of, of that favorites list is definitely Thailand. It's, yeah. a, it's a beautiful country, amazing and beautiful people, so Amen. many to be reached for Jesus. Amen. Yeah, over 77 million. And what I like about Thailand and many of the other countries is I like the spicy chili. <laughs> okay. And I learned my mouth was burning, you know, as a missionary. We even had candy there in, you know, yep. the Thai that they love to put chili in it. And so that spice has now affected my uh, palate. But I also make an analogy that that's how we should be as Seventh-day Adventist uh, believers is that kind of have God's grace just, you know, flavor us. So that way, when people uh, come into contact, they're never the same. Seems like you can handle just about anything in your mouth, right? No. I went to Trinidad, and there I was crying because there I, I was used to 
Thai chilies, which are a certain level, but the scorpion uh, pepper, mm-hmm. oh man, the, I was weeping <laughs> because Did of that. Did you try one. doubles in Yes, uh, I had, yeah. The, and you had slight pepper? This, I had the, the, the hottest uh, double, it's a street food. Right, right. Um, it's like a tortilla with uh, garbanzos and it's an Indian. It's um, a delicious warm curry. Oh, it's, it's yeah, there you go. And uh, my friends, they said, well, what level you want? And uh, I said, yeah, give it to me. And I'm like, oh, man, I now have a greater respect. So, yeah, they use that term. <laughs> Do you want it slight? And I'm like, mm, I think. Yeah. And then you I, get I full wasn't told. <laughs> I, I wasn't told that, Chris. They didn't warn me. Yeah. All right, Doug, thanks so much for being on our program today. We're going to take a quick break. Just a reminder, missionsunlight.org is a place where you, our listener and viewer, can learn more. It's Mission Sunlight. That's S-O-N-L-I-G-H-T, missionsunlight.org. And you can also give there. We want to invite you to share the link to today's program or the entire podcast platform with a friend by text, by social media, even by email. Take a moment right now during the break to share it with someone. We'll be back with more Mission Sunlight Chat. back to Mission Sunlight Chat. Our guest, Doug Venn, here at ASI. You're going to talk to us about Adventist Possibility Ministries. Tell us what that is. You mentioned it in the first segment. Tell us again a little bit about it and what is you are doing. Yeah. Well, Adventist Possibility Ministries has two parts. And what that is, is we're looking to help bring awareness, acceptance, and action uh, through an a- three-eighth strategy to then share the three angels' messages. Amen. And so that uh, awareness will come at local churches as well as then also in the communities because some of the uh, groups, we have seven distinct ministries and they face stigmas. And so that's something that we uh, want to be uh, inclusive and care because Christ, he came to save everyone because all are treasured, needed, and valued. What, what did you say a moment ago? There are seven distinct, there are seven distinct ministries. ministries. Yeah. Okay, so who they are, and if we jump into uh, God's word in, uh, I mean, there's all throughout the scripture, the, we can see in Matthew 25, there's two groups. There's okay. the sheep and the goats. And the sheep actually care for these most vulnerable groups. And the seven include the orphans, the widows. Mm-hmm. We ca- use the term spousal loss because we also want to care for those men who have uh, lost their wives. Widowers. The widowers. So then we also have those who are blind in the deaf community. We then have the ones who have faced mental, uh, have mental health issues and they face the stigmas. Mm-hmm. So, and then we also have those who have mobility challenges. And then the last group is the caregivers. Okay. You know, I hadn't thought about it, but for a short time, as you know, I was a widower. And there was a stigma with that. Uh, A couple of different ones. I'm not going to go into that. It's a very personal journey. We don't have time to go on. But um, I hadn't thought about that. I, I was... I was part of your ministry subset. Wow. That's right. And maybe some of the other viewers, uh, you know, of this uh, podcast or this 
you call it vodcast anyway Video okay podcast, sure. <laughs> all right yeah so you might be in that same group where you're facing in a, a chapter of life where you are we're all broken mm-hmm. and scripture is clear of that but how are we as a body of christ how are we ministering and caring for each other and showing that compassion of christ so apm reaches people who maybe i liked your term a chapter of life i often use the term a season of life sure so they're maybe going through that season or that chapter and then others may be saying okay this is my new norm or this yes. is my norm this is my reality yeah. And so how does APM um, reach them from such a a high level of the church? Yeah, so as a result of last year's kind of global meeting or the Mm -hmm. general conference session, it's not just at the headquarters, Mm -hmm. it's now part of every local church because it's now in the church manual as a local church ministry. And so whether you're an Adventist or you're maybe a believer of another denomination, you we're having a, this opportunity to bring awareness and to bring acceptance and then move God's people into action. And so that's whether it's caring for orphans or widows uh, or widowers uh, at your local church or around the world. So how can a local church member learn more about APM? Let's suppose some of these new local uh, church leaders are assigned to this position or they've accepted, of course. Um, What's the next step? How can they be a better leader? Yeah, so we're uh, in the process of supporting uh, the you know local churches and local conferences through education, as well as best practices and resources. Okay. And so we're in the process of doing that. And so I know that uh, we have uh, a lot of resources at our uh, website, possibilityministries.org. Possibility Ministries, plural, yeah, dot, dot org. org. Yeah. So that's a, at least a start. And de- depending where your uh, YouTube viewers are uh, at, uh, we have its um, different flavors of ways and to, to minister based on the different nations. Um, so those resources, you're working on them now and they'll be available yes. on the website? That's correct. Are they the kind of things they can download forms? Are there going to be videos to watch? Maybe a plethora of other things? I don't know. Yes, we have uh, uh, forms and and things uh, that people can download. We have videos. We've got trainings. We'll have global forums and uh, yeah, and in different languages as well. You know, with COVID, it was such a curse, but yet it has been a blessing for us to learn how to use technology better for our ministries. (laughs) Thanks to Network 7 for helping with this this vlogcast. (laughs) We can do, um, we can do uh, ministry training with Zoom so yes. much easier now yeah. than we used to be able to. You can hold conferences with people from all over the world right. in your office. You yes. don't have to travel everywhere. But then we become Zoombies, and so <laughs> then we have to, you know, stay in the box of, you know, like, you know, th- uh, this um, video frame. There's nothing like the personal one-on-one. Correct. One. Yeah. But yeah. Th- that's uh, at least we can uh, do our part to help ignite uh, a passion to then care. Because really, that's what it, I, what um, I think that I want to just uh, kind of challenge us and uh, you know the, those who are watching, that when Jesus at the end gives this final test uh, with the sheep and the goats in Matthew chapter twenty-five, he's asking the question to the two groups: Did you care? Mm-hmm. You may claim you know me, but did you really? Did that knowledge? And did that information, did that doctrine, did it propel you to care? And I know, actually, uh, Chris, when uh, we saw each other, um, you were in the process of um, filming at an orphanage in Sri Lanka. 
So that's the last time you and I were uh, face to face. Okay. And so that's where, that's an example of how we can demonstrate this care for the least and most vulnerable. Um, yeah, there's so many groups. Uh, I also uh, was an orphan as a young child, okay. so I can also identify with that. I, I just fascinating to hear the various ministries, the various possibilities yeah of Adventist Possibility Ministry. Remind the folks again how they can connect with APM at the General Conference. Yeah, so go to our website or our social media and you can uh, connect with us there at possibilityministries.org. Doug Venn, thanks so much for being with us. We want to hear and talk with you just a little bit more, but we're going to take another break. We certainly hope that you are being encouraged and blessed by listening to the program today. We have more to come, but we need to take a break. So remember, you can visit us at missionsunlight.org. Share the program with anybody right now. Thanks for doing both or either. We'll be back with more Mission Sunlight Chat. Our salvation is a day-to-day -day matter, isn't it? The real principle of the Sabbath is reconnecting ourselves with the Creator. We must learn to abide in Jesus now. We move ahead with our mission objectives, recognizing that we are serving together the Most High God. Welcome back to Mission Sunlight Chat. We are at ASI, and my guest is Doug Venn from Adventist Possibility Ministries at the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. Doug, there must be some future plans. You can't be doing all the things that you're doing without some expectations down the road. What's happening? What's coming? Yeah. Well, I was inspired by a uh, trip. I just went to Ghana, and there I, bro I met Brother Nee, but it's not K-N-E-E. -E, it's N-I-I. Okay. And the future direction I'd like to uh, inspire the world church and inform is to actually model what Brother Nee is doing. So Brother Nee is uh, in his early 30s, mm -hmm. but he has cerebral palsy. Mm. And so taking this platform of a disability, a severe disability, he is in the process of using it as a platform to then help inform his nation, as well as then advocate, but then guess what? He is able then to use that national platform mm -hmm. to share the hope that we have as Adventists. Amen. So that's what we're wanting to do is we're wanting to see people like Brother Nee to actually with, um, instead of seeing their brokenness, we want to use that as a platform for God's grace to then be able to share the three angels' message. So they can find out what the possibilities for ministry are for exactly, them. Exactly, exactly. You know, recently I was just thinking about some of our uh, more mature members, I like to call them the three M's in our churches, who kind of feel like they don't have a role anymore. Yeah. And there are just a variety. I started listing. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm no, doing a little sermon yeah, prep. Please. Uh, I just started listing some of the things that people who are maybe less active Right. Uh, less mobile that they could do. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about it from the APM perspective, but right. yeah, that's that's a great way to connect the the uh, various people who might have a might not be physical, but might have a physical uh, uh, area that keeps them from being able to perform like they would like to. It's not that they don't mm -hmm. want to, 
Uh, so they need to know what the possibilities are. And yeah. so, man, I like that. I really love the, this yes. ministry. I didn't know. I knew your predecessor, uh, Dr. Larry Evans, good yes. friend of ours, was our conference president. Okay. And um, I, I knew a bit about it, but I didn't spend enough time talking to him about right. it. So I'm glad to have this opportunity with you, Doug. Well, we can arrange an interview if you'd like, because <laughs> it, no, it'd be uh, cool to hear some of that background. And uh, anyway, for, for the viewers. So a future a- another episode. interview down the road. You know, Jordan earlier before the program, Jordan, go with that wide shot for a minute. Uh, we, we were gonna we we're gonna take this this picture of each <laughs> other, and and uh, Jordan informed me that his daughter said it was called an ussy. Okay. okay. So that was a new term for me, and then you turned around and used this term for when we get holed up in our offices and we're just on the computer doing video conference calls, we become yes. zombies. That's right. Wow. That's right. New words. All right, Doug, as we wrap up today, I want to just invite you to uh, just share a word of encouragement with our our viewers and listeners here on Mission Sunlight Chat. Well, uh, thank you, Chris. I'm just uh, wanting to close, uh, feel impressed by God to share uh, Galatians 6, 9, where it says, God's word says, let us not grow weary in doing Doing good good. for in the right season at the Mm -hmm. right time we shall reap if we don't lose heart. And there could be uh, you as one of the viewers or maybe it's you personally or a family member who actually is in a season or in this a chapter of life where you can't see. Maybe you're discouraged. Maybe you're suffering mm-hmm. from, you know, an accident or a uh, diagnosis that, or maybe a death uh, that puts you into one of these groups of, of, of special needs or those who I'm using the term have possibilities. That if you can use that platform allow God's grace to flow through the brokenness, Mm -hmm. then you can be a blessing to others. And the promise from Galatians 6, 9 is that it will be an internal investment. Mm -hmm. I was going to try and pull a verse up on my phone real quick, but I'm just going to try to remember it from Isaiah 58. You were quoting from Matthew earlier. Yes. But Isaiah 58 says something very similar about uh, all the good deeds that uh, the, that we think we've, we're fasting and, and yes. that's making God happy. But he says, hey, hey, wait, wait, this isn't the fast I've called you to. I've called you to change, right. to, to let me change what's inside you, to take a fast from selfishness Correct. and be be willing to be giving and provide for yeah. the for, for the poor and those who have those physical infirmities. I don't know if you've got it there. Yeah. If you remember, I don't know if I remember all the verses and Here. that print is too small okay. without my glasses. <laughs> so we're going to have to ad lib it, but folks can look up Isaiah 58 to find yeah. those verses, but uh, an excellent reminder of all that we can do for others. Well, we can jump into verse six that, um, it's to loose the bonds of wickedness, mm-hmm. to undo the heavy burdens. Mm-hmm. And I think of those uh, who are caregivers. Maybe you have, uh, it's a mom with a kid with special needs. Mm-hmm. What kind of burden are you carrying? And so that's right now that as a, as a global family, as a local church, that we're wanting to extend the arms to then help lighten that load, mm-hmm. to, to say we understand, we care, and we also want to see your child be discipled and uh, be a part of the kingdom. So that's Amen. an example of the heavy burden. What about the oppressed? You know, how many with uh, disabilities are oppressed? I know among the deaf community, there's nothing wrong with them. It's just that they are not able to hear. And so they face all kinds of oppression to break the yoke. And so that what are we doing to help mobilize and to equip and empower them? 
anyway, we could go through all yes, seven groups, yeah. but um, I just wanted to leave this word of encouragement for you as the viewers to let you know that uh, you can trust Christ and he will get you through. Amen. And, and that's where I wanted to, to end our program okay. is that we, we may be in that struggle. We may, yeah. and the Lord may not choose to, to relieve us of that. He may Correct. not work a miracle but he can be the encourager. We can let the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's primary work is to be a comforter. Amen. And he comforts us through our struggles. And when we have that, when we experience that, Chris, and you as the YouTube family, you are able then to pass it on. And that ministry of comfort, the comfort that you receive, you can then share. You know, I mentioned I was an orphan when I was a child. I didn't know God then. I didn't know the Holy Spirit was working, but ultimately my life, led to Christian parents who became Seventh-day Adventist. I had wow. an opportunity to be a part of the ministry of the Seventh-day Adventist Church and now a part of the faith-based ministry. Right. Um, and then when I became a widower, mm-hmm. that that experience of getting to know who God was over, over years uh, wasn't an instant thing for me. Right. Uh, preserved me through some very dark hours as a widower. Yeah. And I am just thankful and grateful. And I would say, as you have, to our, our audience, that God isn't always going to work a miracle right. per se in the experience you're struggling with but he is a sustainer amen and his spirit is a comforter right and does strengthen us just somehow it may not feel like we're getting very far right but one step at a time maybe yeah. one centimeter at a time well and and that's what we see even in jesus he said in the garden of gethsemane Father God, take this cup from me if mm-hmm. it's your will, mm-hmm. but not my will, but your will be done. Mm-hmm. So Jesus modeled that God doesn't necessarily rescue us from that fire or rescue from the pain, that he's with us. Mm-hmm. Amen. God is good. Doug, thank you so much for sharing about Adventist Possibility Ministries, a little bit of your personal story. It's been great to reconnect. Yes. All right. Thank you for your time. This is today's program from the Media Missionaries of Network 7 Media Center. This has been Mission Sunlight Chat with our guest, Doug Venn, from Adventist Possibility Ministries. I am Christopher Beeson, your host and today's engineer, our director of production, who's going to click on that fourth camera just so we can have him wave at the camera one last time. I like calling out Jordan Wagner. He's a great team member. And Jordan and Doug have been friends for years, so I just want to get them both there together. We thank you for joining us. We thank you for sharing our show with your friends via text, email, and on your social media platforms. We also thank you for your gifts and your prayers, especially your prayers. We're live in the uh, ASI exhibit hall, as you can hear, in Kansas City, Missouri. It is such a blessing to hear the activities and the uh, actions, uh, the testimonies of our fellow ASI members. But that is all we have time for today from our mobile studio here. This is Mission Sunlight Chat.